It is happening. Our Costa Rica retreat is now available for signing up, and I will be there with you all. We are going to Costa Rica, a sacred spiritual place that is filled with not only amazing forestry and waterfalls, but also a essence that you have to be there to be able to fully understand. We have a full January 12th through 15th lineup of both Western and Eastern practices to help you not only grow on your spiritual journey, but also heal from any setbacks or trauma that has been holding you back for too long. I am so grateful and have been working very hard with Tanya, my co-host, to make sure that this is everything it needs to be for you all, including a self-defense class, Tantra, NLP, plant ceremonies, and more. So go ahead and check it out on the flyingwithair.com website where you can not only put in your $500 deposit, but you can also go ahead and take advantage of that early bird special. We have a limited amount of spots, and I definitely want to see you there. If you've ever needed spiritual coaching or you wanted to come around like-minded individuals, now is your moment. Until then, good vibes and love, and thank you for healing and growing with me today. Hi, everyone. Air here. Welcome to the show today, where we're going to be talking about debunking subconscious belief systems in order to achieve your greatest mindset. As a special guest today, I have Musa from Forever Fearless. He's the mental mechanic, and I definitely want to dive into what that means, but he's also here as a mental health coach and a business owner. So welcome to the show, Musa. Hey, how are you? Thanks so much for having me on the show. And then I want to dive straight into what does it mean to be a mental mechanic? Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, the way I really had come up with the name is the fact that I believe that life is a journey. Our bodies are the vehicle. Um, our minds are the motor within that vehicle. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of the reason why people do not progress in life or move forward is because their motor is busted. You know, you can have a very beautiful car, as a lot of us have very beautiful bodies, but if the motor is damaged, then people will not move or progress anywhere in life. Ah. And then whenever you are connecting that to your brand, I believe you have a clothing brand that's like motivational based? Yeah, yeah. And so the clothing brand, um, you know, coincides with uh, the book Forever Fearless. Um, and so ultimately, just to help people to remember that, hey, listen, you're, you're, Life is limitless if, you're, if your mind is limitless, you know, because, again, your body will never do anything that your mind doesn't think is possible. So uh, when they wear the brand, I just want them to remember the fact that, hey, listen, this is this might be my one and only chance to get this done right now. So I need to be fearless. I need to be bold. I need to be brave and take action. Oh, I'm actually going to probably ask you for some examples here in a few minutes, but I'm really curious yeah, of course. because you are the one that decided that um, we were going to talk about these subconscious beliefs and yeah. on episode five we actually had tanya on board she had wrote the book undermind and i know mm. that when i was speaking with her how we define the subconscious versus the consciousness can be different mm. person to person so for how sure. would you describe that for us yeah so in regards to 
um, the subconscious, I figure that it really comes down to the point of the, the small voice in your head, you know, um, that's constantly going on because, you know, my, my father's a chemist, but he's also a pastor. And one verse that he constantly kept saying to me and my brothers and sisters is the fact that faith comes by hearing, you know? Um, so he was always very, he was very adamant about protecting us against what we were listening to, whether it's music, whether it's certain movies. Um, and again, faith comes by hearing, even if you're hearing yourself. Because at the end of the day, it's like a man is, as a man thinketh, so is he. And so if you keep hearing something over and over, you're going to have belief in that. And so if you keep saying to yourself, well, nothing good ever happens to me. Well, nothing good ever happens. Even when something good is about to happen, that's where self-sabotage starts coming in. You know, and then we can, you know, bleed into the fact that a lot of times we're our own worst enemy. So that's what the subconscious means to me. Definitely. I feel like when we talk about it spiritually, um, there's the view to saying of like, as above is below, as within is without. Hmm. And then right, right. when you say like faith, like faith, actually, I'm going to let you say it again. Uh, faith is hearing based. Yeah, faith, faith comes faith by hearing. Heard? Yeah, yeah. Yep, faith yep, comes faith, by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. That reminds me of words manifest. So like, <laughs> as far as like, okay, faith comes by hearing. This inner voice, would you consider that only being like your negative chatter? Or do you think that your inner voice could be very positive too? Well, and that's, you know, where we come into the mental mechanic part, right? Because it comes to tuning, you know, me tuning the station in, in my brain, because to a certain degree, it's the frequencies that are going out, you know, like people literally have auras around them, like that's scientifically proven that there's different energy waves that come off people, right? But if you're vibrating at a low frequency, guess what? That's what, what you're tuned into, you know, and people wonder why they're attracting those things into your life, because that's what your receptors are open to, you know, and so for a lot of us don't listen to the radio anymore in the car, but, you know, back in the day before, you know, Bluetooth and things like that, you, you used to have to really click the station to make sure you got the proper station. Otherwise you'd keep going between the country station and the Spanish station. And it's like, yeah, you broke my heart. And, you know, and so people wonder why they're not getting something clear in their life. And it's because they're, they're not tuned in to themselves even. Mm. Is that something that you help people work with as far as like tuning in as like a mental absolutely. health coach? Yeah, absolutely. And then no, so again, are... first it's, it's, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not going to take away. Like, so. Oh, oh, oh no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So go for it. Yes. 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 So in that regard, you know, that's one of the things I love helping people do is helping them even identify that, that they are beating themselves up internally, you know, um, in, in, a lot of people don't even realize that they're that they're doing that. So in the beginning of the book, like I list out hundreds of phobias that people have, right? And you know, there's a fear of beards, there's a fear of the number eight, there's a fear of the sun. Like these are all real like phobias that people have that like restrict their life. Um, but w the one that actually stood up to, to me is a is a very specific one. It's called cherub phobia. And what that is is okay. it's the fear of being happy. Which sounds crazy, that right? Hurts my heart. Um, it, 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 it does, but then I, when they started explaining it, I started realizing, oh wow, I actually suffer from this, because once something like I'm so used to the pattern of bad things happening in my life, at a point that the second something good happens, you're already waiting for the negative to happen. 
Oh, you just got this job. I wonder how long it's going to last. Oh, I just met this beautiful girl. I, I wonder how long this this relationship could be so great. Yeah, but you know, those that things never, you know, and so it's that, again, subconscious voice that's countering the positive that's happening in your life. And then if you don't believe you should have that, then that's when you start sabotaging the good things that are actually coming into your life. Hmm. So you also touched on auras and um, that hints at a little bit of spirituality. I definitely know that you're in the mental yeah. health specter. Are you also in like a spirituality specter whenever you're coaching? Absolutely. You know, cause at the end of the day, to be you know quite frank, I don't think that I'm just a random body full of bones and, and, and flesh. You know, I, I know that there's something deeper with, within me, at least, you know, again, that's my belief in regards to having a soul in regards to having a spirit. That's why I feel like people feel bad you know, when, when they do, when they know that something's wrong, you know, even when no one's looking, like even if you're doing something that's not the most integrous, there, there's something inside you that, that feels dark, you know, and um, that's where I, I tell people, hey, listen, make sure that you're your own best friend, that you're not doing things that will, will stop you from having peace in your own life, because you could have all the money, but if you had to do dirty things to get that, then you're not going to have the same piece, even if you had less money. So walk me through, um, you named off some phobias. I didn't know anybody would be scared of like the number eight, but maybe like the infinity, the great unknown. I know Crazy. there's the fear of the unknown, the fear <laughs> right. of abandonment. And walk me through right. somebody that maybe has like a fear for change. Like that's a very common one, I think. And then um, that subconscious yeah. belief system, like how would you kind of start, yeah. like somebody comes to you, let's say it's even me, be like, hey, I have all of these changes happening in my life. You know that I'm moving stores and I'm moving, you know, platforms and I'm on the yeah. go. And I'm like, oh my goodness, at the yeah. end of the day, I've got that negative chatter. I was like, I'm doing it, but I'm terrified. Like, how would you help somebody through that? Yeah, you know, and so it really comes down to the end goal of what they actually really want, you know, because uh, one thing that my father taught me uh, is the fact that the only thing that will, the only thing strong enough to beat fear is love. You know, um, he had moved from Sierra Leone, uh, West Africa to America, and it was an extremely scary time. You know, you're talking about 50 years ago, uh, hyper racist in America. You know, he's leaving my mom in Africa and, and coming here to work. You're an African man with a very deep accent. But, you know, it's it's getting to that end result first. So I'd ask you very simply, like, hey, listen, what what is it that you ultimately want? You know, what is the outcome that you that you want? Um, and then again, obviously, going down the list of, hey, listen, what are the actions that you know you need to take? Because that's where the battle of fear comes in. It's not that you don't know what to do, but it's the fact that sometimes people will do the research. They now know what to do, but they're scared to take action. You know, and so bravery mm -hmm. is not not feeling fear. Bravery is feeling fear and still taking action, still moving forward, you know, and this is where it goes back to the motor in the body, because again, I, I can give you a brand new car, but if I, if I take the motor out, the guess what, that car's never going to move anywhere, you know, and the same thing goes with our, our life where it's like, you know what to do, push the gas, you know, oh, well, I just need to do more research, well, I need to do more of this, or what if this happens, and so the, sometimes, like you said, the infinity or the fear of the unknown because it's all the possibilities of things that could go wrong. And, and I, and I mm -hmm. try and encourage people to meditate on the things that can go right. 
you know, um, even for myself, what, the, moving to Miami was a major, major change, a whole life altering thing for me. And uh, again, the tax come to your mind where, well, and what's that? And what if this doesn't work? And this and this, and then you're going to be out there alone. And what if you run out of money? And, da, 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 da. and, and the list of the negative unknowns are limitless, right? But I was like, you know what? Hey, what dare, dare to, I always tell people, dare to ask, what if everything works? What if it does work? You know, because like that. that's what you need to be obsessed with. It really is, you know, because where your mind goes, like that's that's where the energy flows. And so it's like really making sure that that, that even when those thoughts creep up again, you're, you're casting them down. Again, that's even biblical. It's like that you would cast down these thoughts, you know, and that you would uphold the, the proper ones. Um, otherwise, that's where people could be in suffering themselves. You know, people are going to through mental car accidents continuously because they keep reliving a boyfriend um, dumping them. They keep reliving the divorce. They keep reliving, unfortunately, losing the child. They keep reliving the negative. And so your body is crazy. The mind doesn't know the difference between reality and, and falsehood. That's why people can have a dream and mm -hmm. have a heart attack, you know? Mm. I love it. I so, feel like all of yeah. these sayings need to be on a few t-shirts. <laughs> like, so dare to ask if everything works out. Oh, they're, 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 they're coming. Yeah. It's like. So tell me, um, what made you get into the mental health space? Like you are hinting at like a pretty intense story. Is that based off of your background or does something lead you to yeah. it? Um, it's, 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 it's a correlation of several stories, you know? Um, the book is really based off my father's initial story, you know, of him coming from Sierra Leone to America, you know, as scary as that it was, risking it all to come here. Um, but on, on my side, it was the fact that I'd always prided myself in being a very strong person until, you know, I'd gone through a divorce and then I tried to leave the law firm I was with and go after my dreams with music and everything was great for a while until everything fell apart. The fact of the matter is that life is going to hit you. You know, and I haven't really been hit until that time. Um, and so when everything's going well for you, you know, mental health doesn't seem like it's a, a major priority until you lose your car and you lose your house and you're driving through the canyons of Vegas. And for the first time in my life, I was like, oh, I really I really have nothing to go back to. I'm driving 30 hours right now to go sleep on my friend's mom's couch. And I just remember falling asleep at the wheel because um, I was too broke to even get a motel in the middle of the night and hitting the guardrail. And then like a, a dark thought just came to me where it's like, oh, some of the canyon is not properly guarded. And I was like, you know, there's really nothing to go back to. I've embarrassed my friends and my family. I was like, and then I'm going to go back to, you know, Minneapolis and everyone's just going to make fun of me. I was like, it would, it would just be better if I wasn't here. You know, and so I was like, you know, maybe, maybe if I just go off of the rail, but you know, if I go off of the cliff, then people will just think that I fell asleep and they won't know I committed suicide, you know? And so um very grateful that obviously, you know, through a turn of events, I was able to like kind of talk myself out of it after hearing a voice message from my dad, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm tearing up. I'm, I'm like, man, this is, this sucks. But I was like, should I call my parents? Should I tell them that I'm sorry? Um, for like failing them and letting everyone down. But then I'm like, if I tell them, then they're going to know I committed suicide. I was like, and maybe it's better. I've already caused everyone enough pain. 
maybe it's better that I don't call them and they think it's like an act of God that I was taken, you know, and they can, they can have peace the rest of their life knowing that. Um, but, you know, as I'm like playing with the phone, I just remember, you know, uh, like a truck coming my way and like me steering out of the way. And I'm trying to like, so like go through my phone to like reach my parents or whatever. But I, I hit a voice message that my dad left me a long time ago that I didn't even remember. And it was just saying like, son, I love you. Uh, no matter what goes on in life, uh, you always have my support. I love you. I'm proud of you. And it just like sobered me up, you know? Um, and, and the biggest point is the fact that no matter how strong you are, we all can, we all can go through that split moment of, you know, of, of, of delicacy where we're just like not mentally there. Cause that's not me. I'm a, I'm a very optimistic person. I love life. With so many negative things constantly happening, I was like, you know what, maybe this is the time to go. And so in my research afterwards, dedicating my life towards this, you realize that over 800,000 people commit suicide a year. That's somebody every 10 minutes, which is insane, you know? And so um, everyone doesn't have the voice message from my dad. And so I just want to be that voice to people that are out there, that their life does matter. Um, and that so many of my best days happen after my worst days. I think I just want to have you in my voicemail pocket, my voice metric pocket to put some of these sayings <laughs> down. I think I've wrote down like 10 of your sayings, like sober me up, you know, like where energy flows, it goes. <laughs> I was like, I just want to. Man, it's real it. though. It's just. On repeat. So I will <laughs> kind of add on to the fact is like, I'm right there with you after my absolute worst days. And I know that we haven't been able yeah. to really connect early on, but I think, you know, a little bit of my story, but all of my better days, all of my greatest moments. And if you want to get materialistic, like all of my wealth, all of my awards or anything like that yeah. came after yeah. those days. Of, For sure. You know, like I can't do it. Like, I was writing yeah. down words of like how you were expressing your feelings during that time and also words that I expressed during those times because my book Traffic yeah. Aftermath is all about wanting to commit suicide after what happened. Right. So like the like feeling shame, right? Feeling guilt, unworthiness, yep. regrets. Yep. Like especially when it came to like you were so on top, right? Like we're you know, like you just felt powerful and it felt like somebody just took the rug yeah. over you. And you're like, immediately you think exactly. everyone's going to judge you about it. And like, everyone's yep. going to like yep. somehow gather in a room and like whisper and be like, Hey, <laughs> you see, you know, air failed. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I told you, I knew she failed. Yeah. Yeah. Like as if like, people were going to gather just to, you know, like talk about it. But that is right. exactly what you were saying earlier. It's the negative chatter. It's that inner voice right. and not having a healthy relationship with what I would call your soul and your spirit. So yeah. you used both of those words earlier. I'm just curious. Yeah. Um, I'll define it afterwards on how I define it, but how do you define your soul versus your spirit versus your like mind? Yeah. And so, um, you know, when it comes down to like spirit, right? Like, uh, again, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ and things like that. Right. So from, from my teachings, um, it's the understanding of the fact that God had woven us together. Right. And then he breathed his spirit 
into not just oxygen. It didn't say, it said it breathed his spirit into Adam, right? And then he became a living being. Um, and so if you really take that mentality, just even into life, it's like, if you're a woman that I, that I was even attracted to and I'd approach, it's like, I need to take care of you because you're, you're literally a piece of God, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, even as a kid, I used to, it was, I used to like in the cold breathe and say, you know what? That's crazy. Cause I figure someday when I pass away, God will show me all the breaths that I've taken. I just thought it was so interesting that as I breathed, like you could see the air and then it would go back. It's almost like I've given you all these, you know, breaths and one by one you're giving, you're like, I'm becoming less of myself as I'm returning back home to a certain degree. And that's why um, if we even believe that, right? So school teaches, teaches evolution, um, but it doesn't teach creation. And in my mind, the danger of that is the fact that if I'm created, then I'm created with a purpose, right? This chair, this bottle, this, they were all created with a purpose. If I just evolved from a tadpole for, from, from monkeys for something because of random explosion for no reason, then what's the point of going on if I, if I have a hard day? You know, um, and, and that's where it's like helping people understand that if you were created, then you, you were created with a purpose. Like you're, you're not an accident. You know, mean that your, your life matters. There's something inside you that you're a gift or something that's inside you that needs to get out. Right. But it takes bravery to get that out. And so that's how I define, you know, spirit as well as like your soul connecting uh, to God or along with like your mind that is like intertwined with the spiritual, but also the natural. You know, that's where they, they, they kind of battle sometimes because you, you want to be logic, logical, but I also don't want to over logic the Lord, if that makes sense. Like, I don't want to mm. be so smart that I just I just know everything. I've, I've seen God do so many crazy spiritual things in my life that you could just never explain. Again, my father was a chemist and a scientist and a pastor, you know, so, so understanding how he used to say that, you know, and Hey, the science doesn't disprove the Bible. If anything, it, it actually solidifies the Bible and the complexity of what God has done. The fact that there's 170 million microscopic connections in one human eye. And if one out of that 170 million microscopic connections were connected incorrectly, the damage goes not just from color blindness, but probably even complete blindness. That's insane. Mm. You know? And so that, again, that's my long-winded explanation of the spirituality of the soul and, you know, your soul, your heart and your mind and how they all connected and intertwined. So hopefully that made sense to you. I love it. It's very much a trifecta in a lot of different ways. And I feel as if when we're talking about our soul, our soul doesn't really have the emotion based, like as much as like the spirit, I always associate with like hope, like even with Jesus Christ, like he's called the living hope in Christianity. So like, I think that's like the easiest way for me when I'm talking to somebody because with flying with air and with, you know, different guests and all of the audience that we have, spirituality is a big yeah. thing, right? So like, yeah, yeah. so it includes a lot of different religions and then it includes no religions at times. So, yeah. but with spirituality, everyone's been able to get on board with the idea of hope, right? Spirituality gives us this connection, this unison that yeah. unfortunately living in this earth, this world, 
um, has broke apart because of our different languages and our different cultures and our different religions and right, how right. you look different from me and how people have wait, wait, over wait, the wait, years, wait, like way we, before, you know, we look different. You think you think we look <laughs> so well? Uh, uh, I mean, well, my light skin twin is that what we? Is that what we... No. <laughs> no. Um, for everyone that doesn't get to watch the video, um, Musa and me, we're definitely twinning over here. Um, I'm about five foot ten, a very right. alabaster blonde haired okay. and green eyed. This is not. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a six foot tall, 200, 200 pound, um, very chopped up man. So if y'all need a little melanin, call me. <laughs> I got you. And for the sunblock, you can call me. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but either way, I love that we can have this conversation. And I love that, yeah. you know, we're on a spirituality podcast and we can laugh about it. But right. in a lot of different realms, we don't get to have this privilege, right? Sure. It's of being like, no, what's the difference between Musa and me? Well, I like cranberry juice and he likes orange juice. <laughs> like, that's sure. our biggest difference. Right, right. But with spirituality, being able to say hope, right? It's kind of that blend. And when people are stuck in this consciousness versus subconsciousness battle, I feel like people lose that hope, that spirit, mm. because the subconscious, I relate to being more of your emotions, more of your feelings. And the mm -hmm. consciousness is like, think, logical, analytical, masculine energy versus subconscious being like feminine energy. Mm -hmm. So that's how I've always kind of been able to separate them when I'm coaching anybody or when I'm teaching. So these debunking beliefs, yeah. When you go to coach somebody or you go to help somebody is probably the better way to say it. it's like, okay, Musa has somebody that's battling something. Do you mm -hmm. start in their conscious or do you start in their subconscious? Well, it, it, at the end of the day, it's like fear doesn't matter if you don't want anything. Does that make sense? Like if you're not going after mm -hmm. anything, then you're not going, you're not going anywhere. Right. And so the, the, the frustration of fear comes the fact that you want something and that you're scared to go get it. You know, uh, for example, one of my um, clients, she was 63 years old, you know, and she'd never been on a plane, you know, and, and it was inconveniencing her family, the fact that she couldn't see her grandkids and things like that. And so she finally calls me from uh, Vegas, you know, with tears in her eyes and she's FaceTiming me and she's like, I did it. I did it. I did it. Because ultimately it was, okay, well, you want to be able to go see your family. You want to be able to go see the world, but you don't want to get on a plane. You can't drive to China, you know? Um, and, and so then helping her understand, it's like, like what, what's the, you always want to start from the worst and then digress back, right? Because at the end of the day, whether you realize it or not, everything is a risk. Everything is a risk. You know, my, my, my firm is only three minutes away from my house. I can still get in a car accident there. What do they say? Most accidents happen within five minutes of your home. That's real. Oh yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you and know, well, you want to stay in the house. Miami was in a mile. <laughs> and I was like, what? I could have actually walked. You, know I mean? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's, it's like, and, and so fear, fear can consume you if you let it, right? Well, I'm just going to stay in my house and nothing will ever happen to me. Really? Because I, I mean, what I live maybe 10 minutes away from Surfside where the people who are staying in their house, the building collapsed on themselves. 
we're going to be afraid, we're going to be afraid of that now, you know? And so that's why, you know, we, we, everything is about the story that you choose to tell yourself, you know? And so that's why for us, again, fear could either stand for uh, false evidence appearing real or face everything and rise, you know? And so that's mm-hmm. where Forever Fearless comes from. It's the fact that we're, we're the people who are tired of running. Like I was tired of getting beat up. I'm tired of um, not getting the girl that I want. I'm tired of not have, living the life that I want or driving what I want to drive. I'm tired of not living where I want to live because I'm, because I'm letting fear consume me. So mm. yeah, you know, it, it's starting, hey, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, you can die on an airplane? Okay, great. The possibility of that is blank, 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 two million times this, this, this. Is it worth taking that risk to go see your children? Oh, it is? Get on a plane. So you're really and, marrying and I, and, both at the same time. Yeah. For sure. You so know, because again, I want to take it's, it a step. Like... Sorry about that. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. You were saying you're a step back. No, it's all good. Go ahead. I want to take it a step further in the fact that I've, I've been writing notes because I'm a big note taker. Sometimes I wonder if the podcast is for me or if it's for other people. I'd like to think it's for everybody. <laughs> but I take a lot of notes. And it's I for all of us. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Possible. Like, or else, you know, why, why are we doing this if we're not trying to help and learn? So your steps is right. you're working backwards. Like, here's the goal. Let's work backwards. As far as what I understood from my last question is you're marrying at the same time, the subconscious as well as the consciousness together. You're not doing one before the other. You're just doing them together. But I'm curious, what about if somebody doesn't know their goal yet and they're still in that fear? What about if they're just unhappy where they're at right now? They know that something has to change. They're scared to make a change because we're comfortable in the fear, right? Like, it's um yeah miserable like uh, what is that saying misery loves company and content is better than being at your end so like that kind of okay at least i know what this is like right like my little circle or you know living in my house uh, or not dating that guy or not dating that girl or not getting that job or quitting yeah. my job like i'm comfortable here right can't get any worse right i'm already here versus like they're scared of that change and they don't know what's on the other side or they don't know if it's worse. Yes. So how would you help somebody break down those belief systems that are hurting them if they don't have an end goal? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, because really, you know, and, and thank you so much for taking a step back because it really goes, it does go back to that. You know, I do take um, time to properly understand, Hey, what do you want? Cause guess what? No one can tell you what you want. No one can tell you what you desire. No one can tell you what, what, what you're going to be passionate about. You know, so we, we, we go through that with a fine tooth comb. Like, what do you actually really want? Well, you know, I, I think I kind of like this. And I, okay, where do you want to live? Oh, I want this. And, and do you want a husband? Yeah, and I want that. And, and do you want children? Okay, great. And, and how much money do you want to have in the bank? Okay. And, and then after understanding and breaking down everything that they actually want, then it's like, now let's, let's take a minute and fantasize, right? Because feeling that motion, like I mentioned, like the brain doesn't know really the difference between something actually happening and in, in just the fantasy world, right? You know, and not to be graphic, but think about it. That's why wet dreams can even happen 
because of the, thought, the, the fact that you're thinking. No one's touching you. No one's doing anything like that. The fact that you're thinking it and the body is still reacting to that because it's real in your mind that it's happening. Like, that's pretty powerful, you know? And so the same way that we, we can make ourselves sick, we can also heal ourselves in that regard. So again, helping people understand, okay, what is it that you actually want? Once they list that out, okay, great. Now fantasize about it because that's what's going to give you the drive and the hope. Uh, and funny enough that you mentioned that, but like I said, on the journey of life, your body's vehicle, your mind's the motor, but hope is the gas. The reason why people putt, putt or, or get burnt out is because they, they ran out of gas. They've ran out of hope. You know, and, and so once they realize, hey, this is my goal and this is what I want. And oh, my gosh, this is how it would feel to have a husband hold me at the end of the day. This is what it'd be like to be able to have my first child and have a white picket fence and live by the ocean. And oh, gosh, I, I love this feeling. OK, now, now that's the, the hope and the drive that you actually need to go after it. Otherwise, if you're not in ties or truly like desire it, you're, the second a little bump happens, you're, you're just going to give up. You know, and, and, and I can say these things because, again, I had to do that. Like, I wanted to be in the music industry. Me and my me and my best friend, we wanted to do that. It took us 12 years of that, of me pumping hundreds of thousands of my real money into this. You know what I mean? And constant heartbreak, left and left and left and right. And finally now, again, after 12 years, now we have songs in the number one movies in the world, right? Now we're working with the top artists like Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber and things like that. But that came from... in us fantasizing and taking the time of understanding what our goals are and then going for that and then going through the the possible risk list in regards to like, hey, what's the worst that can happen? Hey, bro, we could possibly lose all of our money like going into this. The, the, the chances of us actually getting into the music industry are one times 40 billion, right? But again, what if it does work? What if we do make that one song? What if we do meet that one producer? What if it does happen? And you know, thankful to God, it did happen. And if you go look at Creed, even right now, you'll see their names in the in the credit list in the movie. That's crazy. It's a number one movie. It broke tons of tons of records. And all, and all glory to God. But the fact of the matter is that if you don't fantasize about your actual goal, then you're not going to have enough gas to get to the end of that journey. And that was a 12 year journey. It's no road trip, you know. So the same method I would do with, uh, again, anyone there. And again, but also after the goals, you got to make a plan. And then that's, like I said, where the frustration mm -hmm. of fear comes in because from the plane, you got to take action. We knew what we had to do, and it might not happen the first time. might not happen the second time. But this is why we talk about Thomas Edison, 999 you know, times, and then the thousandth time, that's where the light bulb came. So you got to have endurance and perseverance. Definitely. I'm going to feed this back to you because I want to make sure if I understand it, I think everyone yes. else will understand it. So I'm a big repeater. <laughs> so okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm hearing is we're working backwards. We have set our goal. If we don't know how to set our goal, yep. then we just need to fantasize exactly what we want our life to be like. Um, that is also another law yeah. of, um, like manifestation is like, what is the end goal, right? If you could have it all. And so yeah. then once we get that, we are going to have those fears and we're going to go one by one debunking these fears. Is it the fear of the unknown? Yep. Is it the fear of judgment? Is it abandonment? Is it oh. failure? Like whatever that fear is, what's the worst case scenario that can happen from that fear? 
So logically, we're breaking it down, but also yep. to keep us going. And this might be where I have a question just for your clarification is when we run yeah. out of hope, right? When we hit the guardrail in the way that you said it, like, do you lean back into fantasy or is there another tool in your toolkit that you lean into when you just run out of that hope? Well, in, in, yes, in regards to, you know, going back to that, that fantasy, like like getting clarification, because again, that's what the spark is, right? Like if your batteries ever run out, you, you, you need a jumper for your car, right? And sometimes you, you need a jumper. Uh, on, on Instagram, they allow you to, you know, save certain, you know, pictures under thing. And every night before I go to sleep, I, and I encourage all my clients to do that as well. I said, go in there, look at those pictures, because there's a thing called emotional anchors, which will make, you know, instantly spark you up again. You see a certain picture, a certain color, a certain car. Oh, man, I got to get that car. You, you, you see that excitement? You just got sparked up, right? And so mm -hmm. even like we talked about with the fantasizing, the reason why we do that fantasizing is because, you know, you the same way with a car, if you hit a couple like bumps and things like that, the legs, the, the wheels can get out of alignment, you know? And so you've got to retune, just like cars need to tune up. This is where you're tuning your station. So you're not on the Spanish or the country station. You're on the like Christian worship station, like if that's what you want, but whatever it is that you want, mm -hmm. just make sure you're in tune with that. Otherwise you're going to be all out of whack all the time. So uh, does that answer your question? Yeah. Oh, 100%. I think I was missing in my, you know, chart that I'm drawing out here, the emotional anchors to help yeah. feel that hope. Yeah. That could be people kind of like that voice memo that you got from your father. It could be, yep. you know, saved images yep. on Instagram. It could be, um, yep. for some reason, it popped in my head when people who are trying to lose weight, they have like their ideal like yep. image. And sometimes they like save Body. photos or yeah, like to visualize that, or even for myself. Make it the screen on your phone. My... Yeah, I was like, it's funny enough. You're gonna laugh at the screen of my phone. I don't know if you'll be able to stop. See it, stop. Do you have a picture of me on your phone again? I told you this is getting <laughs> weird. You can't. You cannot do that. You cannot. But thank you. Jeez. <laughs> She's gonna make me blush. I'm too dark to blush, girl. Come on. Too dark to blush. I'm sorry. This time around, it is actually a pie chart of my ideal visual lifestyle of how no. I bring my energy flow. So, no. and this is something I highly suggest to people is to put your goals right there in front of you because yeah. you're only one human being. Even if you have a full team, and I've had full teams, I've had contractors, I've had help, yeah. but you are still just one person. So sure. I have a pie chart of where my energy goes according to the most important things during this season of my life. Yeah. So when my wallpaper is not Musa, it is a pie chart. <laughs> I mean, we, 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 we like pie too. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to get beat up by anything, it's going to be some pie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm a big pie person too. So I'm not hurt. Clearly. I'm not hurt. <laughs> Oh, goodness. I was not expecting you to pull that one out. Um, <laughs> get him right back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alignment, alignment, alignment for your assignment. <laughs> so tell me, right off the bat, because I know we only have a few minutes left here, what's yeah. like 
the most major way people can improve their mental health just immediately. Like if they had to do one thing real quick. Yeah. Um, meditating and meditating on positive affirmations alone, you know, um, and, and making sure that to make that a, a daily part of your, your day. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that? You had three things there. I was counting. You said, Oh, okay. Meditating was, it was like a trifecta. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like all in one. And then I guess along with that little link up is just, you know, practicing that magical word. Um, uh, it's, it's a very long word, so be ready for that. But no, <laughs> I know, you know, and if you, and for the people I know, we, I know a lot of your uh, listeners are in the Spanish community, so I want to say this in Spanish as well. No, <laughs> just so that everyone's all inclusive and understands, just simply no. That'll give you your time back. That'll give you your energy back. It'll give you so much more of your life and so much joy back in your life. Just, just no. <laughs> Sometimes. I love you. No, um, we'll go ahead and say it in like the main languages of the podcast. So we have English, which you covered. And I'll let you say it if you know it. If not, I'll say yeah. it. So in English, it's no. No. All right. <laughs> I was like, you look like, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> no. In Spanish, it is. No. <laughs> and you really want that? Oh, no. No. Uh, no, but I, I figure it's like, no. Nah. <laughs> Knit. Something Neat. like that. You know what? Neat. I know there was an end somewhere in there. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then German. Yeah. Challenging you right now. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Of the podcast. So we got no, no, neat, and nine, and then we're fine. And nine. So <laughs> there we go. And yeah, nine, so and then we're fine. Have... Exactly meditation, positive affirmations, but something that was particularly interesting, you said alone, because you yeah. can meditate in a group, you can do positive yeah. affirmations in a group. Why do you have True. to be alone? Because when you're alone, there's just a different type of power. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you do have to be in sync with yourself, right? Because you talked about the trifecta, right? Like I'm a full believer that, you know, in, in God, the father, God, the son, the God, the Holy spirit. Right. And so just you being aligned with yourself so you can, cause sometimes even when people are around you, you're, you're still not totally like your walls aren't completely down. Oh man, is that girl cute over there? I don't know. Did you see how spiritual I am? <laughs> I'm getting real spiritual, you know? And, and it's like, when you're alone, there's, there's no one to impress. It's literally you, you know, it's, it's your aura bouncing off the walls and coming back to you. Like you can also power yourself up. Um, but I know people, a lot of people run from themselves. So that's a big thing is getting to the point where you're at peace with yourself and you, and you like being around yourself. So, yeah. It's, there's a beautiful guest that we had named Andres. He's a relationship coach. And that was one of the first things yeah. he said. He's like, are you happy alone? If you're not happy alone, then don't date anybody. So yeah, now seriously. I I'm so respectful of your time. If you don't mind, I have one more question. And then what I'm going of to course, do of course. is I want you to share, you know, how people can work with you, how people can find you, whether it's your music yeah. or whether it's your new book, but that forever fearless. 
which is the name of your brand and yeah. it's the name of your book. What is like the two biggest yep. takeaways that you're hoping people get from it? Um, the biggest takeaway is the fact that I want people to understand that they, that they matter in regards to like they were created with a purpose. So they, they matter because um, mm -hmm. you're made out of proper matter. And then also the fact that no one's coming to save you, which means that you, you have to put the work in. If there's no shortcuts around it, you know, I'm all for being spiritual, but even the Bible says that faith without works is dead. You know, so we can, we can fantasize all day long, but after the fantasy stage comes the work, you know, and, and, and taking action that work is what changes. It's the only thing that can change your life. Mm -hmm. So, but actually, takes, so where do we takes, find takes being brave. So, yeah. It takes me for yeah, uh, so you can find my book in Barnes and Noble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Barnes and Noble, Amazon. Um, you can go on the website, which is uh, foreverfearlessfashion.com. And you know, the clothes are there, the book's there. It's all lined up there. It's all in one place. The music's there as well. Um, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, it's under Moose of the Mental Mechanic. So you can't miss it. I don't think there's other people out there named that. I hope not. Or I'll take them to court. But yeah. Moose of the Mechanic? <laughs> Hey, we are spiritual. Moose of the mental mechanic. <laughs> we try yes. to not take anybody to court. We try to, you know, just come to you're good, right, happy right, agreements. Right. <laughs> the yoga in me is. There we go. There we go. I'm sorry. That, with me. Okay. I, I am working. That was, that was, that was, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. You know, listen, listen, you're right. It's like, you see, this is why you, I need people like you in my life, right? Just to, to help retune me, you know, because sometimes the warrior wants to come out. And start swinging my sword, and you know, sometimes it's not necessary. So I appreciate you. That's the masculine and the feminine. It all has to balance. <laughs> there you go. Well, you have been a delight, Lisa, especially since this was, you know, you going in, not ever talking to me before, and other than a few chat messages, me like, hey, let's like, <laughs> get together and help people. <laughs> But I love your spirit. I love who you are. So I'm so grateful to be on here. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. And then for everyone listening, definitely go check out Musa's book, Forever Fearless, or message him on Instagram or through his website to be able to work with him. And as always, thank you so much for growing and healing with me today.